Um, so I guess if you're talking about my weakness, one of my weaknesses is exclusion. I hate exclusion. And I and the way I hope to grow my superpowers is just keep making more episodes and just telling people that, hey, become a mental health advocate and just help people understand that autism is an ability and not a disability. And it's a superpower, like you said. Heroes are an inspiring group of people, every one of them from the larger-than-life comic book heroes you see on the big silver screen, the everyday heroes that let us live the privileged lives we do. Every hero has a story to tell, from the doctor saving lives at your local hospital, the war veteran down the street who risked his life for our freedom, to the police officers and the firefighters who risk their safety to ensure ours. Every hero is special and every story worth telling. But there is one class of heroes that I think is often ignored. The entrepreneur, the creator, the producer, the ones who look at the problems in this world and think to themselves, you know what, I can fix that, I can help people, I can make a difference. Then they go out and do exactly that by creating a new product or introducing a new service. Some go on to change the world. Others make a world of difference to their customers. Welcome to The Hero Show. Join us as we pull back the masks on the world's finest heropreneurs and learn the secrets to their powers, their success, and their influence so you can use those secrets to attract more sales, make more money, and experience more freedom in your business. I'm your host, Richard Matthews, and we are on in three, two, one. Hello and welcome back to the Hero Show. My name is Richard Matthews and today I have live on the line Sam Mitchell. Sam, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Good to be awesome. here. Awesome. Glad to have you here. Where are you calling in from? Indiana. Southern Indiana. Central. Is it my, uh, my wife and I have been traveling all over the country for several years. We haven't yet made it to Indiana. It's one of six states we have left, left to see. There's so a lot in there, depending where you go. In, Indy's got a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Did you grow up there? No, 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 no. I'm in Southern Central. Okay. Not it's our closest town is Bloomington, Indiana, where we're from. Nice. So for those of you who have following along with my uh, my podcast, we're in South Carolina right now on our way back down to Florida. Um, so to get started, Sam, what I want to do is just do a quick bio so people know who you are, and then we'll dive right into your story. So Sam is a motivational speaker, podcaster, entrepreneur, educator. He is a podcast coach, and he runs his own podcast called Autism Rocks and Rolls. So Sam, to start off with, why don't you tell me what it is that you do, like professionally, who you do it for, um, and what it is you're known for? Yeah, so hi, I'm Sam. I've recently graduated high school. I do run my own podcast called Autism Rocks and Rolls. It's about autism and how we cope with daily struggles that you may or may not understand. I've awesome. had over 6,000 downloads, and I have over 200, 200, 270 followers. And I get an interview McFoley today, so that's exciting. <laughs> that's cool. So how long have you been running the podcast? Since October 2019. Okay, so it's been a, been a little over a year. Uh, yeah. And, and you're hoping to turn that into like a full-time business for yourself? Yes, I am. That's cool. So what I want to talk about then is, you know, we talk in the show, every, every hero has an origin story, right? It's the thing that made them into the hero they are today. And we want to hear that story. Were you born a hero? Were you bit by a radioactive oh, spider? So, you you want story, to, got uh, it. so basically yeah, after I joined my high school's media club, I fell in love with it. And after that, I decided to start my own podcast because I can't be a see, I can't be a senior in high school forever. So I decided the only way to continue this podcasting and this Client of my niche was to make my own podcast, and that's where Autism Rocks and Rolls was born. Awesome. So, with the uh, with the podcast, what is it you guys do on the actual podcast? We talk about autistic behaviors. Sometimes I interview celebrities if I can. I've had some big guests such as Dr. Temple Grandin, James Durbin, Mandy Harvey, 
but also I do some entertainment ones. Like I do some compare some music to autism. I paired DC comics to autism. So. Oh, that's fun. Um, and with the, uh, the target audience for your podcast, is it other, other, uh, people who have autism or is it like helping families who have a kid who's got autism? What's, what's the, uh, what's the end goal? The end goal is to spread the negative stigma off of autism to show that I'm not broken. I do not need to be fixed. And my target market is basically anyone on the spectrum, parents, doctors, teachers, anyone who's trying awesome. to understand the emotional side of autism, basically. Yeah, yeah. I've got a, uh, a cousin who's on the uh, autism spectrum and he's a blast to hang out with. So um, what I want to find out then is your, what, what we call your, uh, your superpowers. So, you know, we say every hero has a superpower, whether that's a fancy flying suit made by their genius intellect or the ability to call down thunder from the sky or super strength. In the world of business, we talk about it in the terms of like having a zone of genius, which is either a skill or set of skills that you were born with or developed um, that really help you do what you do. So in the world of being a podcast host and, you know, podcast guest, what do you think your superpower is? Spreading, the next, spreading autism acceptance. We don't call it autism awareness, but we call it autism acceptance. So... Um, that's what your, your superpower is spreading that. Yep. Not awareness, acceptance, because we're aware of it, but I think we need to accept it better. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So with, um, what, what, what do you think the difference is between awareness and acceptance and why do you think acceptance is more important? Well, the difference between awareness is, you know, it really, and you're just, you're, you know, it's there. Accepting is embracing it, come opening the door with open arms. And how do you think that would, if more people accepted autism, um, how do you think that would impact people who have autism, who are on the spectrum? That impact us well. I think we feel a lot better, personally, and more comfortable in the world if we were aware, accepted because of our autism. Accepted with our and autism. So do, you think, do you think that more people would, you know, it would be easier to hire and work with and, you know, have, have people with autism on their, on their teams in business if, if they understood it more than just being aware of it? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it depends on the circumstance, circumstantial. I think they could bring a creativity side that people aren't, aren't aware of. But I talked, I did an episode called that. 135 you start monday it talks about people not getting jobs on the spectrum and that's a problem because they don't want to hire and they don't think they can do yeah. work which is a load of bs because i can do work i'm doing work i work at a boarding place i do this which is a kind of a job and also work but i also get to work on my dad's hay farm so yes i am capable of doing work and that's what i do for the rest of my life fine i, I don't plan on it i plan on going to college but if that's what i new and I work for the rest of my life with doing all three of those things, then that's what I do. And it's work. So yes, give us the opportunity to work as we'll do a fine so job. In, so in your opinion, um, what I want to talk about is like, you know, since most of our, um, our listeners are going to be entrepreneurs and they're hiring people, if they're looking to hire someone and they, they have an applicant who's on the spectrum, how, do, how does someone who's a business owner know sort of like, because, um, you know, depending on where they're at on the autism spectrum is going to determine some of the capabilities they have, um, like where, what kind of jobs are going to fit 
um, and be helpful for someone who's who's on the spectrum that they can be a part of the team and really help grow the business? Um, basically, give them a chance and treat like everyone else too. Because he's, I mean, if you're gonna fire him, fire him, but don't fire him. If you're gonna hire him, hire him, but don't hire him because of the, just because of the autism, but don't fire him just because of the autism. What I mean by this is, it, don't hire them just because they're autistic. Hire them like you'd hire anyone else. If they produce, you think excellent job skills, then hire them. But don't just do it because of the autism. If it's partially because of the autism or a little bit of it, then I, I guess I don't have a problem with it. But see what their job skills are. See what they can do. But don't fire them because they're autistic. If they're having an autistic moment, I wouldn't fire them. I couldn't do it. But if they're firing because they're lack of jobs, then fine. Basically, treat them like everyone else. In yeah, a, on a job. Sense. So, um, if your superpower is helping people accept autism, the flip side of superpowers is always the fatal flaw. So, you know, just like Superman has his kryptonite, um, or Wonder Woman can't remove her bracelets of victory without going mad, something that you've struggled with in growing your podcast, some, um, something that you've had a hard time with in growing your business. For me, I had a couple, right? I struggled with perfectionism for a long time, and I also struggled with, uh, um, lack of self-care and I didn't have boundaries with my clients. Um, so I want to know two things. One, what do you think is a flaw that you struggled with? And two, how have you worked to overcome it so you could continue to grow your audience and grow your mission? Um, so I guess if you're talking about my weakness, one of my weaknesses is exclusion. I hate exclusion. And I and the way I hope to grow my superpowers is just keep making more episodes and just telling people that, hey, become a mental health advocate and just help people understand that autism is an ability and not a disability. And it's a superpower, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I want to talk a little bit about your driving force then, right? So, you know, just like Spider-Man fights to save New York or Batman fights to save Gotham. What is it that you fight for with autism rocks and rolls? I fight for, I don't want to say justice, but for, I fight for acceptance in Owensburg, Indiana is the basis way to put it. I mean, I try to make, be a small town boy who makes, or a small town guy who makes episodes, uh, just trying to tell people that this is the reason why we're acting this. It's not just because we're being brats. It's because of this and how we feel. Or uh, you're getting perspectives. You're getting, this is why they act this way. It's not because they're being rude or ruthless or tyrants they're being they're having trouble understanding i may come across as rude but look again and that's not the case so if someone is new to having um an autistic person like in their business or in their their employee how how do they learn to help someone who has autism through those moments where they where they don't understand like they don't understand the communication or don't understand the uh, the emotions and whatnot how how can as an employer how can you help the people on your team that's a great question. So the way to do that for me, I said I said a quote recently on a podcast, and it says, learn the person from head to toe. So learn anything about them. Learn their interests, learn their hobbies, learn their skills, learn their head size or toe size. I mean, learn how they operate, learn how they work. I mean, if you get to talk about what they're interested in, they'll probably talk about, they'll probably have a full-on conversation with you. Now, you can't do it full-time. I mean, I wish we could, believe me. But it can't happen. You still got to do your work. So basically, you got to learn the person how they are. And how does that help someone? How does that help um, 
with when situations when you have you know you mentioned when when someone has an like on a, a breakdown or an emotional outburst something like that how how does knowing that person help them um help them either diffuse the situation or help the person who has got autism you know really understand what's going on know the ticks really know what sets them off because i know what sets me off really and I don't like I meltdowns. I also have it. I used to have like external meltdowns, but I have internal meltdowns. So really know what know what sets the person off and don't put them in a the situation if it is not necessary. Yeah, yeah. So just knowing knowing what they are, you can help keep them out of those situations to begin with. Yes, sir. Makes a lot of sense. And now a quick word from our show's sponsor. Hey there, fellow podcaster. Having a weekly audio and video show on all the major online networks that builds your brand, creates fame, and drives sales for your business doesn't have to be hard. I know it feels that way because you've tried managing your show internally and realize how resource intensive it can be. You felt the pain of pouring eight to 10 hours of work into just getting one hour of content published and promoted all over the place. You see the drain on your resources, but you do it anyways because you know how powerful it is. Heck, you've probably even tried some of those automated solutions and ended up with stuff that makes your brand look cheesy and cheap. That's not helping grow your business. Don't give up though. The struggle ends now. Introducing Push Button Podcasts, a done-for-you service that will help you get your show out every single week without you lifting a finger after you've pushed that stop record button. We handle everything else, uploading, editing, transcribing, writing, research, graphics, publication, and promotion, all done by real humans who know, understand, and care about your brand almost as much as you do. Empowered by our own proprietary technology, our team will let you get back to doing what you love while we handle the rest. Check us out at pushbuttonpodcast.com forward slash hero for 10% off the lifetime of your service with us and see the power of having an audio and video podcast growing and driving micro-celebrity status and business in your niche without you having to lift more than a finger to push that stop record button. Again, that's pushbuttonpodcast.com forward slash hero. See you there. So I'm going to talk a little bit about your own personal heroes then, right? So every hero has their mentors, just like Frodo has Gandalf or Luke has Obi-Wan Kenobi or Robert Kiyosaki has his rich dad, or even Spider-Man has his Uncle Ben. Um, who are some of your heroes? Were they real life mentors, you know, speakers uh, or authors, maybe other oh, podcasts? Yeah. I got some mentors, definitely my family, um, my mother, for sure, who you just met before the show. Um, and then my grandfather, he, um, he helps me in my podcast because he gives me advice on how I can make it better. I call him funnily call him the critiquer because he i'm trust him the more because i i don't want my because my mom's the editor i don't want like an editor's perspective mm -hmm. only i want a viewer's perspective as well to see what they think but that's for podcast yeah. wise and scott carmichael scott carmichael who i just talked to about something he's one of my mentors he's one of the people who helped me get started and helped me understand but that's one person that's another person um and for that's like podcast wise, but for personal wise, let me let me tell you who it is. I got a picture of him, of us two. It's this guy right here. I know you can't see it, but he has spina bifida. He's in a wheelchair, and we hang out a lot, and we just laugh and have good times. And he also gives me advice about life sometimes and persuades me. So he's he's one of my personal ones. Awesome, um, and. How, how have those people helped you grow your business so far? Well, one helps me critique it, or not edit, but it gives me advice on what to do. Um, one, the other one, Scott, has helped me, taught me what the bases are, like how to 
edit some, how to make just me as a whole. He's done a lot for me as well. But my mom's helped me a lot too. We um, we get along most of the time pretty well. I have mad respect for her. I don't think she understands that sometimes, but I do. But also, she's helped me. She's helped me with editing and just doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff that I could never do. Believe me, I think I'd lose yeah. my temper if I did, or lose my crap if I did. Yeah. So that's how. But the other one, the personal one, he just helped me with just having good times and getting life, living life good, and just showing that life cannot get you down. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I'm going to talk then about your guiding principles, right? One of the things that makes heroes heroic is that they live by a code. For instance, Batman never kills his enemies. He only ever puts them in Arkham Asylum. So as we sort of wrap up the interview, I'm going to talk about your top life principle that you live by. Yeah, sure. Um, Basically, my life principle... I got, it's so simple yet so complicated. That's one of my big ones. Because let me be honest with you. For an average person, without taking time, they they wouldn't learn this. But for me, boom, it was like a snap. I got this. I got to play the buttons. And it's like my little on little playground for me, I guess is the funny way to put it. The podcasting? Yeah. So that's kind of complicated, I think, for any average person to learn like quickly. But let's add something different. Let's try to let. But put me in a kitchen with cooking. Good luck with that because it ain't going to go well. It's going to take some time for me to understand. But it's odd because what's some as complicated, it's so simple yet so complicated. Like driving, I don't drive. It might be simple and you guys some take for granted, which I think the world yeah. needs to do, improve on. But as soon as complicated as media, that's maybe more my brain is less harder than driving. I mean, there's nothing yeah. else really to explain it like that. Yeah, that makes sense. So things that are, you know, difficult for for people who aren't on the spectrum can be super easy for someone like yourself who is on the spectrum. And it's like we yeah. take some of that stuff for granted. But it, it, but it can also be the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Like cooking, <laughs> get me in the kitchen. It'll probably be a pigsty when it comes. Yeah, I love cooking. I love I love cooking and cleaning and all that stuff that goes into it and making a nice big meal. Um, but uh, yeah, cleaning, is, cleaning is fine. It's just cooking is a pain because it's so... The way I hate the reason I hate it is because, in my opinion, when they I follow the recipe, but apparently sometimes you have to prep your food beforehand. Yeah. I'm the guy who follows the recipe. I'm like, okay, if it says, because it doesn't tell you to prep your things, it says does say chop the onions first. Okay, in my opinion, the recipe says first you chop the onions, put it in the bowl, stir, and in reality it says put in the bowl and stir. Where is chop the onions? <laughs> Yeah, a lot of the recipes take the, uh, they call it mise en place. They take that for granted, right? Because, you know, it's... Yeah, they need to add the mise en place in there. Because in my brain, I'm thinking, I'm taking, because I take things literally as well. Put the onion in there. Full onion. Tell me to chop it first. Yeah, so if if it says shredded cheese, you're like, wait, I have to, you didn't say shred the cheese. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't say shred the cheese. Tell me to shred the damn cheese. So, so that probably has some interesting applications for the business world if you're hiring someone who has autism to make sure that your instructions are incredibly explicit on what you want to have done. Yeah, I, I'm very clear with my instructions. I'm kind of blunt with my instructions too. I'm like, I'm like, here's the deal. In slight terms, put this on the website. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. So 
That's basically a wrap on our interview, Sam. Thank you very much for coming on. I do have one final thing I do with every guest that's called the Heroes Challenge. And it's just okay. a simple way for me to get access to stories who might not otherwise be willing to come on the show. So do you have someone in your life that you think has a cool entrepreneurial story? Who are they? First names are fine. And why do you think they should come share their story on our show? An entrepreneurial. You want a person who has an entrepreneurial story? Hmm. Yeah, okay. Let me, let me think here. Does that have to be, does you want some like a celebrity wise or anyone wise or? Oh, doesn't matter. Okay, just, cool. Just, some, just someone that you, you know. Okay. <laughs> I've been on a lot of podcasts, so. Aha, I know someone for you. Her name is Kristen Walker. She owns the Mental Health News Radio Network. And my friend, there's someone else need a, a mention as well because um, she's done a lot for me as well. And she hosts a lot of like mental health podcasts. So you could get her on the show and ask her about her story. Or here's another person for you. Um, uh, Peanut is his name. He he resides in he resides in Bloomington, Indiana, or his business is and why it's called Little Blues Tattoos. And he has a grandson with autism, but he runs a tattoo parlor shop. But his grandson has autism. Those are your two people. Oh, that's cool. Well, we'll we'll reach out after the show and see if we can get introductions. Maybe we can get them come on the show. I bet um, if I so, could convince Peanut to, he probably would do it. Yeah. Um, so in comic books, there's always the uh, crowd of people who are cheering and clapping for the acts of heroism. So our analogous for that on this show is where can people find you if they want to listen to your podcast or maybe invite you to be a guest on their podcast? Where can they light up the bat signal, so to speak, and say, hey, Sam, we'd love to learn more from you uh, All right. about autism acceptance. Where could they do that? Yeah, find me on Podbean, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, LinkedIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeart, Listen Notes, and Pandora. You can light all, light all those uh, up and go there. It, and the show is called Autism Rocks and Rolls, right? Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Sam. Really appreciate it. Is there any final words of wisdom you have for our audience before I hit this uh, stop record button? Well, first of all, my final advice is, I always say this at the end or try to, and it sounds like really dumb, but it's true, honestly. At first when I was like, really, why did you say that? But then I, but then more thought of it, it's actually true because the world did these two things, which is one, be nice, two, don't be stupid. Then we, the world might get along better. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you for coming on today, Sam. <laughs>